Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the option. But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayo Day. No, I will I will let you talk. Kayo Day. Kayo Day. I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayo Day. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000 of you. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, congratulations to Burnaboy on his Grammy Award win last night. He became the first ever Nigerian to win a Grammy for his work, for his own work. His album, Twice As Tall, won Best Global Music Album. So congratulations, man. And congratulations also to Wizkid for winning uh, one of his... um, uh, one of the Grammys for his performance on Beyonce's Brown Skin Girl. I'm on my chat to the world, man. <laughs> Yet again, we are seeing our young people winning on the global stage, whether it's in entertainmental or technology or so many other areas, science, politics, you name it, our young people are there. And I'm so impressed and proud to be Nigerian today. Second hard fact, 724 new COVID cases over the weekend. That's 111 fewer cases than last weekend. And it's good news. The bad news is it's still a big number. And that means that COVID is still out there. So don't get caught slipping. Hmm? Keep your guard up. Limit your movement to the essential things. Wear a mask when you have to go out and keep your distance where possible. You have to wash and sanitize your hands as often as possible. The uh, National Bureau of Statistics said that this weekend... um, had fewer households taking precautions like washing hands when they come home. They got that data from a survey that they just performed. So Biko, don't be one of those people letting their guard down. I take or beg you. (laughs) And keep listening to Hard Facts, where I bring you the accurate information that you need to make the best decisions. We're going to start with a big weekend, talking about this uh, lingering confusion over the price of petrol. It broke last week, Thursday, and uh, followed us into Monday. Then we'll talk about telcos suspending banks' USSD services. Then, let's talk about two more school kidnappings, this time in Kaduna. And then we're going to talk about the National Security Advisor's comments on arms procurement. We have time, I think, to throw in a few COVID vaccine uh, stories, uh, you know, as far as the rollout is concerned here in Lagos, at least. Today, Chikudi will bring you checkpoints. And after that, the big hard fact. We'll talk about the minimum wage. You've heard that there's a proposal to move it from the exclusive list to the concurrent list so that states can set it independently. Organized labor is dead set against this move. So we're going to be talking to them at five o'clock to find out why. We do hope that we'll be talking to them. They've been in meetings all day, so it's been difficult to get a hold of anyone. But we will try, uh, keep trying to get them on air to answer a few questions for us. News updates will come your way at the top of every hour. You need to listen to just a minute if you want to win uh, on uh, just a minute. You need to listen to every minute if you want to win our money on just a minute today. But let's get started with the big weekend, shall we, Lagos? I'm Sandra Ezzaquestili, and these are your hard facts. The big, the big weekend. How much is petrol in your area, and do you have to queue to get it? Is your bank's USSD service still up? Is there a way to protect the school system from kidnappings? What exactly did Monguno say about money for arms procurement? 
And how is the vaccine rollout going in Lagos? It was a big weekend, Lagos. I couldn't even put my hands on all the stories because one hour is not nearly enough. But let's talk about the stories that we do have. The federal government says it did not approve a fill price increase. We heard this on Friday from the Minister of State for Petroleum, Timmy Silva. Here's some of what he said in his statement. Quote, Neither Mr. President, who is the Minister of Petroleum Resources, nor myself, who deputize for him as Minister of State, has approved that the pump price of petrol be increased by one naira. I'll therefore urge you to disregard this misleading information. End quote. But Silva didn't stop there. He said government was still in talks with organized labor about the petrol price. And so they couldn't possibly raise the price because it, it would violate good faith. And so Silva has asked marketers to maintain the old price. And he also apologized to Nigerians on behalf of government for any inconvenience caused. And there has been some inconvenience, Lagos. On Friday, we talked about the queues at filling stations here in Lagos. The queues were there all weekend. In some places, we had lots of filling stations selling at the alleged new price of 212 naira, even after PPRA took down the original document. And Silva made his statement, and NMPC confirmed that the price has not changed. Some filling stations were selling 212. So when you call, tell me how much you bought fuel uh, this weekend. Have you bought fall today? How much did you buy fall for? Are there still queues in your area? I didn't notice any queues on my way to work today, but on Saturday it was bloody, Friday as well. But before you call, let's talk about the implications of Silva's announcement and PPPRA's um, retraction. PPPRA is saying that the landing cost of petrol has gone up for NMPC, but that they will not be increasing the price that they charge depots. So the ex depot price is staying at 148 naira instead of going up to 206 naira. So that means that NMPC is making a loss of about 58 naira per liter just to keep the price stable. Now, analysts are saying that that is a subsidy. So essentially... This decision to maintain the price, even though landing costs has gone up, might be bringing back subsidies through the back door. And I want to know your thoughts on that. What do you think about NMPC delivering petrol at a loss, essentially bringing back subsidy? Timmy Persilva says that the price will be controlled until the talks with uh, organized labor yields an agreement. Do you agree with this? And please, let me know, how much have you bought fuel in the last few days? How much have you bought fuel for in the last four days? Did you have to queue to get it? Have the queues disappeared? 0700-993-993-993. If you're a woman, 01465-7190. That's the number you should be calling. If you are a woman, 01465-7190. For the men, 0700-993-993-993. We've got two lines, one for men, one for women. Right? For women, 01465. 7190. Hello, thank you very much for calling us. What's your name? Yeah, good afternoon. My name is Mrs. Welcome. Good to have you on the show. Welcome. Yeah, it is so unfair what these marketers are doing. Here at Okafo and Badagi, every police station there, they are selling at 210. Hmm. This last week. Hmm. While here in Lekki, they sell at um, 165, 168, 169. Mm-hmm. It is not stable, but the economy is going bad every day. Mm-hmm. It, just at Okafo, but there. Mm-hmm. This last week, I went to my mother's place. Mm-hmm. All the stations there, they are selling till today. They are selling 210 when they have not increased anything. I don't know where we are going to. Honestly, I don't know. They should look into it. They should come to that place and close down a lot of filling stations there. All right, ma'am. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. 99.3. Hello? Hello? Yeah, good afternoon. Thank My you for calling. Lady. Welcome. Very welcome. Yeah, I bought for, for one... I've been buying for 162, though, and no queue. Okay. Yeah. 
But the truth is, the question I want to ask is, according to the meeting, they said they have not, um, they, they don't have the venom increasing this much, not that they will not increase it. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the question now is when? So are we going to go through the same hardship next month? Because I'm sure most of those feeling patients and people are waiting for that, um, what is it called, what's going to happen next month? And I can remember the feeling patient I bought. When I told them, oh, NFBC said NFB they want to see, so they said, go to the NFBC and buy now. You go and get your own refinery. Funny and crazy. Well, how we go do? I'm just hoping next month will not be worse than this because people are still waiting for the next month. I heard my name, they said they don't have the plan of increasing this month, not that they don't have the plan of increasing it. Yeah, you are right. That that was said. Uh, uh, 99.3, hello. Hello, good afternoon, the President Sandra. Good afternoon, what's your name, sir? My name remains Godwin from Lushiro Lafwe. Good to have you on the show, Godwin. I want first of all to comment your efforts in your last program you had last week or there about. Oh, okay. Glass ceiling convention? Uh, yeah. Thank you. I'm looking forward by the grace of God for somebody like you to take over from Abitia Jabri kind of stuff by grace of God in time to come. You are a material that I'm proud of. We are proud of you. Keep on your good work. Thank you, Godwin. Yes. Now back to the topic. Hmm. When this government yes, uh, uh, campaigning, they said 50 copper was going to be for kerosene. But what, what is it today? Now, increment, time, in fact, every month, increment of wealth. We have forgotten what happened during Jonathan's time. And the same people that were behind whatever the, the, the hoo-hoo-hoo that happened then, they are all in government now, including the spokesman. But they have forgotten that they are there before, because of you and I. And increment, all these things they are doing, they should remember that it's God. They said that they are not aware. There is no increment this and that. Not by much. So that's to say it's a pregnant uh, trap on ground. So after this why now, they start in their own way. All the police station along my own line, Lake, Aja, Lakwe, hmm. most of them refuse to sell, waiting for that wicked way. In fact, God will fight our fight for us in this country. Godwin, thank you very much for calling. Clement in Aja is a first-time caller. Hello, Clement. Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm a first-time caller. Glad to have you here. Right. Um, the issue of um, fuel, I think there used to be a regulatory body that checked the price of fuel at the filling station because some are selling at 165 mm-hmm. some 210 like last night, I bought from a particular filling station. I don't know if I am allowed to name them. Yes, you are allowed to name them, yes. The Orlando Petrol Station at um, Ikota before VGC. Okay. They sold at 210 naira. Wow. Actually, I didn't see it before I bought the fuel. Hmm. After the Phoenix selling for me, and I'll look at the, the, the meter the and bill. notice that the mm-hmm. price was on 210. Meanwhile, the uh, Northwest. Close to them mm-hmm. are selling at 165. The heading filling station at BGC are selling at 165. Hmm. I think if there is any like, regulatory body that is checking this filling station, should just go around and check to make sure that they are selling at a flat rate everywhere. Hmm. That is what I. Things should happen. Thank you very much for calling us. If you just joined the show, Lagos, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. And I told you the federal government says it did not approve a fuel price increase. We heard this on Friday from the Minister of State for Petroleum, Timipri Silva. Uh, Some of what he said was that uh, neither Mr. President, who's the Minister of Petroleum Resources, nor himself, who is the deputy, has approved that the pump price of petrol be increased by 
Taiwan Naira. And uh, he's therefore urging you to disregard the misleading information. He also said that government was still in talks with NLC uh, about the petrol price. And so there was no way that they could raise the price because that would violate good faith. And then he asked marketers to maintain the old price. He apologized to Nigerians on behalf of government for any inconvenience caused. And uh, we talked about the exact inconvenience uh, caused, right? Because over the weekend, uh, there were queues at different filling stations here in Lagos. The queues were there on on Saturday. I don't know about Sunday. Uh, we had lots of filling stations selling at the alleged new price of 212. You just heard the caller that said he bought in one filling station 210, in another filling station 165. And this is even after PPPRA, the regulating agency, regulatory agency, took down the original announcement. This is even after Silver, the Minister of State for Petroleum, made his statement. This is after NMPC confirmed that their price hasn't changed. And then I also told you that um, PPPRA says the landing cost of petrol has gone up for NMPC, but that they will not be increasing the price that they charge at depots. Ex-depot pr- uh, price is staying at 148 Naira instead of going up to 206 Naira. So what that means is that NMPC is making a loss of about 58 Naira per liter just so that you can buy pr- uh, fuel cheaply. I spoke to analysts before coming on air and they're calling it a subsidy. So essentially, this decision to maintain price even though landing costs have gone up might be bringing back subsidies through the back door. A subsidy that uh, we were told we're not paying anymore. 0700-993-993-993. For women, 01465-7190. What do you think about NMPC delivering petrol at a loss? Timmy Per Silva says that the price of petrol will be controlled until they finish talking with organized labor. Do you agree with that? How much have you bought fuel in the last few days? Did you have to queue to buy it? Richard Inikorudu, welcome. Hello, Sandra. Thanks for calling. Yeah, it's Richard. Yes. You see, the problem is that Kurudu is near Elepe, where I stay. It's 165. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. And I just had now some people are selling to 10. Okay. In actual sense, if you have a government by now, all those petrol should be sealed off for at least two years. Okay. Even we don't have government. If some people decided after the state minister for petroleum and even the president have said categorically that there is no increase. And some people still have the goals to start selling at 210 in a country called Nigeria and nothing is done. At least one of them will be joining your program. I don't know. What is the problem we have really? Something has to be done. That's why everybody takes laws into the hand and do whatever they like. But now they can move there and do the needful. How can some people selling 165 and some who's going ahead and selling 210 and they are feeling comfortable? Later they will say it's uh, the president, the president. It's we, we are the people causing hardship for ourselves. So we really will have a enforcement agency and we have minister or state minister for Petroleum. They should go right down to wherever they are selling to China and start locking them up. That is how we know we have the country. God bless you, Sandra. Bless you as well, Richard. Thank you very much for calling us. From today, telcos are taking down banks' USSD services over unpaid debts worth 42 billion naira. Check your bank USSD code right now. Dial it on your phone. Is it working? Mine is. My own is working. My husband's own isn't working. But check. Check your USSD code. Dial it on your phone. Check if it's working. So before now, whenever you dialed your bank USSD code, your phone company charged you a fee. Now, of course, that fee did not stop the bank from charging you another fee for the transactions. So to avoid this double charging, the banks and the telcos agreed to a situation where only the banks will charge you and then they would pay the telco for what they collected. But that deal did not last and the telcos started charging again. But in March last year, 
the NCC, Nigeria uh, uh, Telecommunications Commission, issued a directive. Sorry, Nigeria Communications Commission uh, issued a, a directive. They said only the banks will be allowed to make the deduction on a USSD deal. And so it's the bank's job to settle the Chelcos. But the telcos are saying that they have not been settled. According to the telcos, they have a combined bill of 42 billion naira since March. And so their union, Alton, told the banks to pay up by today or get their USSD service shut down. And I guess uh, the payments did not happen because some people don't have USSD for their banking right now. What about you? Are you one of those? Is yours working? Check. Quickly check before you call me. Is your bank's USSD service still up on your phone or is it down? What do you think about this dispute between the banks and the telcos? 0700 993 Share your thoughts via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. You can also call 01465-7190. But that's only if you're female. 01465-7190. If you're male, the number you should be calling is 0700-993-993-993. On WhatsApp, I have a message uh, from uh, Kingsley Njoku who says he bought fuel for 180 in Teddy Town or Joe Barracks yesterday. All right, let's speak with Afokomi. Afokomi, welcome. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah. Went off for the good job you are doing. Thank you. Please, can I talk about the... Well, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, pertaining to this well, what I can see around this lake, um, the station I drove around, can I mention it? Yes, please, go ahead. Uh-huh. When we are talking of those finishers that do the really get job that maintain the price that be selling before. Mm. You can talk of mobile or Orlando. Mm-hmm. Are you getting me? Well, someone or called Orlando and said that Orlando increased so, to two ten. Yeah, yeah there's some studies. Not all of them do the same thing. Okay. Some mobile, like mobile on the Amadou Bello way, they say one three point something. But the other mobile, like in the one in mobile because another mobile, mm. that's where I'll be buying my friend. Mm-hmm. You still maintain that whole price. Mm. But when you are talking of Enyo. Uh, Aiden, Northwest, all those ones are selling one. Mm. And what I just see is that uh, if our government can, I know we, they cannot do it mm-hmm. because we know where we are. So if the DPP have, they can maintain the old price by visiting all those uh, finish stations, I believe they can bring those people to the book. But what do you think about the fact that NMPC is selling at a loss right now? What do you think about the fact that it looks like subsidy is back through the back door? <laughs> I... I don't. I don't think there's something like that because this Nigeria. I don't believe that NFT can sell at the loss. Mm-hmm. The country will be. You know what our government. Well, what they, is that well they're saying they're selling at a loss. So they're, they're losing they, fifty-eight naira per liter right now. That's, that's what they said. That's what they said. Between me and you, you don't know. You don't know what is going on behind. So that's what they said. How, how can we believe? We can't believe. Nigeria. All right, then. Thank you very much for calling us. (laughs) We can't believe. Well, the people who actually said that is PPPRA, and they're the ones whose job it is to know who is selling at a loss and who isn't. This is Hard Facts. We need to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll move to our second story. There was yet another school kidnapping on Thursday, this time in Kaduna State. This is Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Every Monday at 3, we bring you the biggest stories that broke over the weekend. I've told you about the fuel situation. I've told you about telcos. Don't forget to let me know if your bank's USSD service is still up on your phone. I told you that from today, telcos are taking down USSD services over unpaid debts worth 
worth 42 billion naira. So you know USSD services now, and those short codes you dial to load your, your phone with credit or to transfer money to somebody. So I told you to try yours and see if yours is still up, if yours is still working. I told you how we came to this point where they're owing 42 billion naira. Well, let's go to Kaduna where there was a kidnapping on Thursday. Now, before we talk about that kidnapping, let's even talk about today's kidnapping. We're getting reports that a primary school was attacked today and over 40 pupils and teachers have been abducted. Now, as we get more information on that story, you're going to get it as well. But uh, we have more information on the Thursday abduction. It was, the, it was at the Federal College of Forestry and Mechanization. And if you know Kaduna, you know that the Forestry College is very close to the NDA. It's very close to the Nigeria Defense Academy. So a lot of commentators are shocked by the boldness of these terrorists who were ready to strike so close to the NDA. But perhaps this uh, boldness backfired a little. Because initially the terrorists seemed to have captured around 200 students and staff. But there was a quick response from the military and a lot of students and staff were rescued. Maybe up to 180 people. We have a statement from President Buhari praising the army and the Kaduna state government um, for the partial rescue. The president also said that terrorists will fail in another attempt to bring down the school um, system. But now, just a few days later, we have another school kidnapping. And this time it's a primary school. I don't, I, is the situation getting worse? The terrorists uh, from, ter- from Thursday got away with 30 captives and now they are demanding ransom for them. They've released a video where the victims are begging government not to send in the army to rescue them because the terrorists will not let them live. Instead, they're pleading with the government to pay the ransom. Now, every update we have on that story, we're going to bring it your way. We'll let you know how the situation is being handled. But right now, I want to know what you think. We have two more kidnappings. Two more. And both of them this time around in Kaduna, one of them very close to the Defense Academy. Why are more and more states being targeted? Why do you think this is happening? What do you think about the president's guarantee that the school system will not fail? 0700-993-993-993. 0700-993-993-993. Uh, if you're a woman, 01465-7190. 01465-7190. If you're a woman. We've got Duke Bay on the line. Duke Bay is in Ibafo. Hello, Duke Bay. Thank you very much for calling us. Okay. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Duke Yes, welcome. Yes, my name is Duke I'm calling from Ibafo. Welcome. I'd like to talk about uh, the fuel subsidy that you have just mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, I think that is indeed the bigger problem that we should be looking at at this time. Okay. Because as long as um, petrol, uh, crude oil price continue to rise, hmm. petrol price will continue to rise. And as it were, we may have to pay for fuel up to 300 500 if there is no subsidy. Hmm. But the big question is that, is there any nation that has, that its economy will not collapse if it increases a vital subsidy, a vital commodity price up to 500% within one year? That's a very so good I question. Think the gov- yes, the government will really have to look at that mm. because they cannot remove subsidy all at once in one go. Mm. It's a- there must be a mechanism to ensure that at least they don't they, they don't destroy the economy in the process. It, it's a very it's a very valid concern you're raising because I've heard people say perhaps they should do this thing gradually. If you're going to increase yes. increase gradually, gradually, not like this bam that you're doing. Yes, mm. yes. Hmm. Thank you very much. That's my comment. Dupe, thank you very much for calling to share your thoughts with me. I, I really love it when women call the show. We've got Shade on the line. Hello, Shade. Thank you very much for calling. Andrew, how are you doing today? I'm good. Welcome. Go ahead. So first, I wanted to say I bought fuel on Friday uh, at 162 in Ikeja. Oh, nice. And um, from what I 
indication of cellular area has been 160, I found out. And also a friend of mine, we were arguing over this whole increase and not increase. Mm. And they said, you know, things are um, dollar price. Official dollar rate is 410. Mm. So that it is going to go up. Mm. You know, the landing cost and everything, it, it dollar, it's dollar based and it's going to go up. But mm. if it doesn't go up, then two things is go, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. One, either subsidy comes back mm-hmm. or two, there's still scarcity. Now, both options are horrible. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. we don't want to feel scarcity. We don't want. To, but what what are we going to do? We can't keep it at the price the government is currently keeping at. And so, if the government insists that no fuel subsidy, then we might end up being with fuel scarcity. But one or the other is going to happen because they can't sell at a loss. Mm. So eventually, Nigerians have to think about it. You know, I mean, yeah, look, last color is right. They should, maybe they should think about doing it gradually, but. In, in our, to make the economy better, you have to release this thing and let the market decide. Decide, mm. yes. And then also for the Kaduna incident, mm-hmm. it's just a sad thing. And I feel like, unfortunately, I feel like until they do something about the Sheikh Gomi guy, this is going to continue. Hmm. Because he's walking around like, oh, you know, I'm, deta- I'm saying this, I know where they are, but they're not doing anything about him. And I feel like he's one of the people that is at the core of this thing. And until we get all these forces all, like, we sit up and look at the fact that this guy, he knows where they are and these things are still happening. Hmm. And he's saying, oh, they need amnesty. Nothing's going to change because we keep doing the same thing over and over again and we expect a difference. That is the definition of madness and it's not going to happen. Shadi, thank you very much for calling. Always a pleasure to listen to her. Shala is in Lekki. Hello, Shala. Hello, Shala. Hello, Sandra. How are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to contribute concerning the fuel price. Mm-hmm. Like the two ladies have said, mm-hmm. um, there is no way out of it. It will still increase. With this, with, we will still increase the fuel. One thing that is, I mean, we need to get ready for is that globally, fuel price is high. Right. And one thing I want us to know is that it is more money for Nigeria. To be honest, it's more money for Nigeria. But, you know, definitely people don't believe the government. That is why all these things are just going around. It's more money for us. Because what is their rate? And the last caller said something about 410, which is true. But I think the government needs to have a mechanism, not just push it to our face like that. They need to have a mechanism. Like you said also, maybe subsidy is coming through the back door. It's very possible because we need to be honest with ourselves. Like I said earlier, the price of fuel is high globally. We need to increase our fuel. Definitely we increase the fuel price. Shala, thank you very much for calling. Let's quickly bring you another story on today's big weekend. Like I said, it was <laughs> so much happened. Like it was a struggle deciding which story to uh, take and which story to not take. But um, if we stay with national security, this weekend there was some controversy over what Babaganda Mongunu said or didn't say about arms procurement money. Monguno is the president's national security advisor and he gave an interview to BBC Hausa where he talked about $1 billion giving to the military in 2017 to buy weapons and equipment for the counterinsurgency. Now, if you understand Hausa, I want you to listen to this interview and you tell me what you heard. I spoke with inter- interpreters after he was done and they told me what he said. But you go ahead and listen, and then you tell me what you heard, if you understand how, sir. Masu 
ya bada kudade na cikin hankali amma kayan ba a so kayan ba kayan ba su isa ba saboda haka yanzu ya kauta babban mutane wata kila su za su tabu wata dabara kuma ban cewa wayan can na bayan wanda suka yi murabu sun hade kudin ba ba haka bane amma ne kudin ta wata hanya da ban sani ba ba wanda ya sani a yanzu to an bincika yadda kudin suka yi da zan Allah yana ji mai gida shugaban kasa zai bincika domin a inda nake magana da kai yanzu ko gwamnoni kungiyar gwamnoni su ma sun fara magana ya an ba da binyan daya nan an ba da wannan an ba da wancan saboda haka ni na tabbatar maka shugaban kasa ba mai wasa da hakin al'umma bane to dai wannan kamar yana nuni da kenan an ci kudin makamai to ba zan ci haka ba dai sun da dai ba ai wani bincikan farai ba kudi dai sun salwanta kayan dai ba a gani ba kuma sababbin su a gabanin tsaro da suka suka ce su fa gaskiya ba su wayar nakayakin da ake magana ba a kai kila wayar suna kan hanya suna zuwa daga amerika daga ingila da ko ina amma dai a ƙarsa a yanzu ni da ban gani ba su kuma ba su gani ba an ambato gwamnati har zamfara na cewa shugaba muhammadu buhari ya bada umarnin tura ƙarin sojoji jihar har dubu shida shin wani ƙarin bayani za ka yi kan wannan a wannan shine ya magana da shugaban kasa bana wurin lokacin da ya magana wajen kila haka din ne amma ni ban sani ba to shugaba buhari ya umarci sababbin manyan hafsoshin tsaro su kawo ƙarshen matsalolin nan ta tsaro cikin ƴan makonni shi wani ƙarin guyuwa gare ku cewa za a iya kawo ƙarshen waɗannan matsaloli cikin makonnin nan duk yake ana ganin kamar kun kasa magance matsalolin a shekarun da suka gabata sai to shugaban kasa dai ya ba su kuma na tabbata ba zai fito kawai haka ya ce a gama wannan abun a lokaci kaza kaza ba na tabbatar maka akwai dabaran da yake da su akwai abin da yake so ya game da wannan kuma wannan kila shi ministan harkan tsaro shi yake da wannan bayanin amma na san shugaban kasa dai ba zai magana kawai haka ba akwai abin da ya ya gani kuma akwai abin da zai ya taimaka mu tayin Allah nan domin ba zai kawo su kawai haka nan ba kamar ka ce mutum kan je kai noma baka bashi farcanya ba dole zai ba su wani abu abin da ake bukata na yaki da kuma na neman bayanin sani mai ba a shugaban Najeriya shawara kan harkar tsaro Manjojanar Babagana Mongono mai retire a hirar sa da Abdusalam Ibrahim Ahmed It's 3:42 I'm Sandra Ezekwesili I don't speak Hausa so I can't tell you for a fact what uh, Mongono said there but um, the people who interpreted for me here at Nigeria Info as well as the translations that we read uh, from different newspapers were explosive according to them Mongono said that the equipment and weapons were nowhere to be found and that the money was gone. They claim he also said that he expects the president will investigate especially because some um, governors were already calling for a probe. Now like I said if you understand how sir now you go tell me what you talk for there. But now Monguno has come out to say that he was misquoted. Presidency is saying the same thing as well. According to him, Mongono that is, uh what he actually said was that the weapons have not arrived yet even though they've probably been paid for. And this was probably because it takes time for these things to be shipped and delivered. Like I said, I don't speak Hausa, but I've played the audio of Mongono himself for you. So those of you who speak Hausa, you heard it for yourself. You know what he said, you know what he didn't say. If you decide to translate it to your friends or for me, well, I thank you. But what I want us to look some more at is Mongono's rebuttal and the statement from Garbashehu on behalf of the presidency. They are both acknowledging that the military is still under-equipped. That money was dispo- was approved and disbursed in 2017. That's almost 4 years ago. So if the money has not disappeared, if it is just that the equipment has not arrived yet, this would mean that the equipment is taking almost 4 years to get here. So it raises some questions so about the procurement process. I mean, we're not talking about F-35 fighter jets here or nuclear submarines. We're talking about armored personnel carriers, drones, artillery pieces, personnel gear. Not all of it is off the shelf, but none of it takes years to be ready. You know, so a question that needs to be answered is what's causing the delay? If the money has indeed been paid out to the right suppliers, waiting they cause the delay. 
0700-993-993-993. Lagos, talk to me. What do you think about Mongunos' original statement and his clarification? If you're a woman, 01465-7190. What do you think about the fact that almost four years after the $1 billion was released for arms and equipment, the military is still waiting for the procurement process to be completed? If you understand Hausa and you can um, translate for me, translate for all of us, please go ahead and do that. 99.3. Hello. Thanks for calling us. Hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Ken is here. Hello, Ken. Hi. I, I, the program is just, I don't know, it's heartbreaking. I don't know. Why is it heartbreaking? Huh? Uh, the whole thing, I, I don't think this country is a joke. Ah. Like, we're all jokes. Ah. And when we were talking about it, I just looked up, uh, because last time I was in Ghana, I just looked up one of the, they have three walking refineries. We don't have any. And we have people that sit every Wednesday, federal, executive council, to a country that has no refinery. And they get paid. Just like you come to my office and I come in and there's no light. My head of admin is in fucking, I'm sorry, from Malawi. It's a serious problem. It's a serious, you don't have issues. So how do we have people that sit on the rest of us where things are not working? And when they came in, they promised to have this thing done in a couple of amount of years. I'm, how long does it take to build a refinery? That's the root cause. There's no refinery. So landing cost or no landing cost is nothing that you buy from outside is not going to be. That it has to be more expensive than if you make it here. You know. So there are people that are benefiting, profiting from this, and they are. And that's one of the things I blame you guys. You guys are the press. You guys don't break stories. You don't. Uh, you know. You don't. There's business corruption. Everybody's not corrupt, and they spend the money above the what they earn. And nobody's breaking those stories. You don't see them at the bars, at clubs, you know, officials that should be, you know, in quotes, you know, frugal. Uh, but no, you see them spending money anyhow. Nobody's reporting these things. So I don't check. I'm checking anything. So that's what I feel. It's just disgusting, though. Ken, thank you very much for calling and thank you for apologizing for that language. Ngozi and Shomolu, how are you? Ngozi, sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello? Call us back, please. 99.3. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Thank you Good for afternoon. calling. Good afternoon. Thank you. Well, my take is that um, I didn't believe subsidy was removed initially. I, you know, it was, it's a discussion I've been having with my husband. I'm like, are you sure they actually removed the subsidy? And he's saying, yes, the government says. And I'm like, the government can't say they are removing subsidies while all the apparatus, all the, um, the structure for subsidy is still in place. Hmm. You know, I feel, um, I feel like we were set up. Okay. Yes, Nigerians are clamoring for, us to, for them to remove subsidy. Mm-hmm. They go ahead, they remove subsidy, mm-hmm. and they are waiting. You know, they are waiting to hit back at us. See, with so much glee, they are telling us that when the prices of crude increases, that we're going to pay more for food. Where does that happen? We ask them to remove subsidy, not because we want to suffer, but because they know what they're supposed to do. For you to remove subsidy, we, we put people, we put human beings, we thinking faculties there. How can you remove subsidy without anything in place? No refineries. And then you tell us, for our God-given crude, our God-given um, 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 mineral resources, that when, we, when it's in high demand or when we are getting paid for it, we are going to suffer. Do you see the do you see the irony? The glee with which they want to force this down our truth is as if they are making a mockery of the people. It's sad. I never believed there was any subsidy removal. First of all, they won't want to remove it because they are making so much out of it. They are making so much out of it. It's a huge, huge racketing. So they can't tell me they removed subsidy and they left all the parts and they're in place. What is PPPRE for goodness sake? What is their job? What are they still doing there if subsidy was removed? Subsidy was never removed. They were just waiting to turn to us. And immediately prices of crude increased. They are telling us to pay more. Where does this happen? Only in Nigeria. God will save us. Thank you. Thank you very much for calling. My final call is Joseph and then I'll bring you our last yeah. story. Yeah. Hello, Joseph. Joseph? 
Ah, Joseph, sorry about that. The first batch of COVID-19 vaccines have arrived Lagos. The health commissioner, Akia Bayomi, was the first Lagosian vaccinated. Right now, health workers and Lagosians over 65 are eligible for the shot. Remember, I told you here on Hard Facts how to book an appointment online. But we've been getting some mixed reports about the success of the rollout. Many Lagosians are saying that when they went to their appointed health center to get the vaccine, they were not served. At some health centers, they were told that the vaccine had not arrived and the staff had not yet been trained to administer it. So part of what I want to know, Lagos, is whether you or somebody you know has gotten the vaccine yet. Did they have an appointment over the weekend? Were they vaccinated? Were they turned away? 0700-993-993-993. Now, some Lagosians, some Nigerians are also asking government to publicize the number of people getting vaccinated. We're seeing other countries updating those numbers daily, right? Nigerians want those statistics as well on a local level. We're waiting to hear from the NCDC and the PTF about um, plans for that level of reporting. By the way, let's talk about blood clots. I'm sure that you've heard by now that in some countries they've discontinued the AstraZeneca vaccine because some people have gotten blood clots. But Nigeria will not discontinue because according to the National Primary Healthcare Development Agency, our vaccines are a different batch. They say all the places with blood clot cases used vaccine doses from a single batch, ABV 5300. And that batch is not in Nigeria. Now, as you know, both the president and the vice president have taken the AstraZeneca vaccine along with other top government officials. So uh, that's happening. And let me give you some context on this blood clotting issue. The EU says that there's no concrete evidence linking the vaccine to the blood clots. That's the European Union. According to them, out of the 5 million, the 5 million people that were given AstraZeneca uh, vaccine in the EU, 22 have experienced blood clot. So out of 5 million, 22 people, that's 0.0004%. That's about the same percentage of people in the entire population with blood clots. So the EU say, is saying that um, they believe that this is just a naturally occurring problem, which we are noticing because we are all watching what happens to people who take the vaccine. So while some European countries like Austria, Denmark, Netherlands have discontinued the vaccine, others like France are going ahead with it. Like Nigeria as well, going ahead with it. The UK is also going ahead with it. And so are they in the United States. So I want to know uh, what your thoughts are on this particular subject. First of all, do you know if uh, the vaccine has gotten to your health center yet? Do you know anybody who has been vaccinated yet? Do you know anyone who has had a scheduled appointment, went to the health center, but the vaccine was not available? 0700-993-993-993. If you're a woman, the number you should call is 01465-7190. Shade is calling back. Hello, Shade. Hi, Sandra. How are you doing? Thank you Again. for calling back. Yes. Um, so, <clears throat> with our... Um Tools, I mean, sorry, equipment that have not arrived. Hmm. You know, DHL had issues at one point in time, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so they lost the waybill. And so they're looking for the waybill. So when we find the waybill, then the equipment, um, the the military uh, weapons that we ordered will finally arrive. <laughs> Let's just keep our fingers crossed. I was not actually crazy. listening to you. I was actually paying attention. <laughs> I, li- I dislike you. Back <laughs> to the vaccine. I don't know. I don't know anyone in Lagos that's gotten it. I know a few people in Abuja mm. that took it. Okay. Because so, when the whole AstraZeneca um, blood clot issue happened, and I think Thursday or Friday, when it became like really, I called my friend and I was like, yo, you took this thing. How are you feeling? Mm. And he was like, no, that, um, funny enough, mm. uh, to me it was surprising. I don't know why, but that Nigerian government is. They are monitoring people that are taking the vaccine. Right. So, you know, they are keeping track. And also that, obviously, we heard about the batch, that it wasn't the batch that 
you know, the, I said, you, in here, you believe yeah. that batch thing? So I was like, yeah, that it's a different batch mm. that we got. And so, so far, there's no report of that batch being bad. Mm. So I was like, okay, maybe I would take it because I wasn't really wanting to. I'm mm. ready for Johnson & Johnson, but I don't know anyone in Lagos that has that has taken it or yeah. has yet. Mm. Shadi, thank you very much for calling us. Lagos, we'll take a quick break. Come back and take more calls. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. Don't go away. minutes to the top of the hour. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. This is Hard Facts and every Monday we bring you the biggest stories that broke over the weekend because there's no hard facts over the weekend so we try to pay attention to what's happening and give you a chance to talk about them anyway. We have messages on WhatsApp so let's take a look at them. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. There's no way the price of fuel will continue to increase as long as we continue to base our deregulation on the importation of fuel because there are variables beyond our control. Now, this person didn't leave their name, though, but thank you very much. Ade from Surulere says, Sandra, our government are now complete... I can't say that. We need very serious, true transparency and accountability at all levels. Corruption, corruption and corruption at every level. The government has seriously failed at every level. Both PDP and APC are all super corrupt. That's why the country's security is in a terrible mess generally. Super sad. On this fuel mess, if the president and the minister of state did not know about the increase, who did give the orders? Uh, in any civilized organization, there would have been an immediate inquiry and people held responsible and punished accordingly to deter any future rubbish. On this kidnapping, the president is joking to say that such will never happen again. Some of the officials and politicians are, he says, benefiting and sponsoring the kidnappings because it's now a very profitable business. The government and politicians have lost all their dignity, their integrity, their credibility, their conscience. All right, Ade. Ade's messages are always very genge and very, very strong. Hmm? Sandra, sometimes I just shake my head to make sure my brain cells are still active because anything can happen in this country without your notice. Uh, he also says, if you were among those that voted for this government, you should be very prayerful because no, normally... <laughs> I'm not going to say that, but thank you very much for your message. We've got another message here. Mm, Annie, that, that's a photoshopped picture. That's not the president reading that, that book. Sandra, the military goods are being manufactured in Mars. They are waiting for Elon Musk to complete SpaceX so that they can bring them to Earth. Okay. Let's see more messages on WhatsApp. Uh, Sandra, my name is Godwin. The only way out of this self-imposed um, uh, fuel crisis is fixing our refineries and stop deceiving ourselves. As simple as that. But nobody's talking about it because most of Nigerians are ignorant. Hmm. Okay, let's see. Uh, more messages here. Uh, la, 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 la. Okay, this is Robert. Robert says, Sandra, we need serious people in government. Mm. I have someone beside me that has taken the vaccine. We have a center at Federal Medical Center. I will take mine. Uh, I will take my time. I'm not sure I understand what you're trying to say, but Tunde from Ikotun, thank you very much for your message. It's four o'clock. Let's bring you business news. After the business news, we will give you a chance to have conversations with Chukodi on checkpoints today. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. Don't go away, Lagos.